Aim a Little Higher podcast, episode four. You know, people think it's just overnight, but it's not. It's like three times a week, every week for four years, just going training, doing what you have to do. You're locked into Aim a Little Higher podcast, where we interview inspirational individuals every Monday and Wednesday and answer your questions every Saturday to help turn your potential into result results. I know you're going to dig this. Introducing your host, he was an Olympic torchbearer, Pete Jones's National Entrepreneur of the Year and motivational speaker, Kamal Hyman. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Aim a Little Higher podcast. It's your boy, Kamal Hyman here, and it's my absolute pleasure to introduce today's guest. Today's guest is a 16-year-old from South London. He was called up to run for Great Britain at the school Paralympics in Brazil. Last month, not only did he compete for his country, but he won gold. All of this while studying four A-levels. He is completely blind in his right eye and has the equivalent of looking for a straw in his left. His fastest time is 11.8 seconds over 100 metres. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce the youngest guest we've ever had on the show, Mr. Suleiman Barr. Um, what's up? Thank you so much for that amazing in, um, intro, man. That, that was that was so good. Hey, you earned it. You earned it, man. That is <laughs> what an achievement. What an achievement. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, um, you know, I never thought it would happen, but you know, I trained hard and I did what I had to do, and to have that title now is just a dream come true. And it's just the start of your journey, man. Like we said, you're the youngest guest we've ever had on the show. Like 16 years old. That's that's amazing to achieve that much. But at 16, you're only going to get faster from here, man. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, that is the plan, usually, um, trying to get <laughs> faster. <laughs> but yeah, 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 I've got loads of goals ahead, loads of, you know, loads of things in step, in place to, to get me to where I want to be, so. Nice. So, Solomon, yeah. you, this is obviously, you know, a pleasure to have you on the podcast, but I like to let people know how we've met. And we met, what, over the internet, literally probably a couple of months ago properly, where you reached out to me and... For the listeners, Solomon sent me this awesome message where he was just explaining about, you know, you'd watch some videos and it helped you move forward. But I'll let you tell everyone because, you know, it's your kind of story. What happened? How come you reached out? Sure, man. Um, so, you know, I've been an avid follower of yours for about, I think, a year. And I, it started when I was looking for, like, uh, motivational uh, spoken word pieces because I really like this guy called Silly Breaks. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yes, indeed. And I just wanted more of that kind of content. And then I came across one of your uh, your spoken word. It was... Uphill uh, Battle. Uphill Battle, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was just like, whoa, this guy is speaking so much truth. And the reason I liked it was because I was going through GCSEs and I didn't really see the point in them. And I wanted someone to kind of, um, you know, just someone that's got the same feeling as me and you know it spoke so much truth to me when I heard that and I just went through some of your videos and they were just so inspiring and so motivating um three minute motivation um wow. you know why you should revise now and you know the story about your math your math uh your math GCSE <laughs> like how you worked hard to get that A and all that stuff oh powerful man and that's it was amazing. just like wow this guy's exactly what I want and I just followed you followed you I was like you know what this guy is going somewhere and one day I'm going to get him to interview me. Wow. And, and yeah, that was actually what I said in my head. Like consciously I said it and then I just forgot about it for ages. And then like, yeah, the other day I was just like looking through my favorite videos on YouTube and I just came across yours. I was like, oh my God, I've just achieved something so big. And 
and then, and then, and then you came up on my subscription saying you're launching this podcast, wow. and I was just like, this is just this is so calm. Wow. <laughs> and then I just like sent you a message saying, hey, you know what's up, man? And <laughs> that's literally how it in the space of a year. It's just crazy. That is awesome, and I think listeners, the main thing to take from that is. Rather than sitting back and saying, oh, this guy's cool. Let me just watch your YouTube videos. You, you reached out. Do you know what I mean? And you didn't reach out empty. It wasn't like he was messaging me like, oh, hi, just nice to meet you. It was like, yo, I'm messaging you because, and I want to tell you about something I've achieved. And I was blown away. I was like, damn, this guy is 16 and he's just won gold. Like amazing. Absolutely amazing. So what we want to do in this interview really is get people to know you and understand kind of the journey you've been on and how people who maybe have the same kind of goals or dreams can achieve the same thing. So we start with a foundation and mm-hmm. the Aim a Little Higher movement is all about setting solid foundations. You know, we say, don't chase your dreams, build them. So tell us about your foundation. What were you like as a young child? Um, I mean, I was a very weird child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was always very curious. I was always like questioning things, just, just like, you know, looking where I shouldn't be. Um, and just being really, you know, exploring everything. And I just, I've always had the mindset that anything is possible. Like, I always thought the universe was like a big Lego box and you could just do whatever you wanted. So I was very creative in that. that. Yeah, um, I was very creative in that sense. And having my, you know, visual impairment where I can't see things clearly on the outside, I've always been very internal. So I've always looked things inside and done perspectives and just done a lot of, like, you know, thinking, basically. Yeah. And as I grew up and I read, like, you know, loads of powerful books, um, again, I wouldn't have done if I wasn't curious. I was always curious. I was like, hmm, you know, reading, reading, listening to people that have, you know, achieved success. Um, and at the same time, just doing something I loved, which was sports. And somehow both of them just came together, like, you know, the success aspect, how, uh, suspect, success yeah. aspect of it and just the sports and they just became something that could work together you know how could I become one of the best athletes um using the success principles and it just you know it was a slow process four or five years of just training hard and wow you know doing what I had to do you know people think it's just overnight but it's not it's like three times a week every week for four years just going training doing what you have to do Wow. And, you know, and now I've got the result and it's like, wow, what's next? You know, let's go. <laughs> Powerful. Three times a week for four years. Yeah. To make your dream a reality. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And how long are your training sessions? Um, Two hours, two and a half hours, I think. Yeah. Damn. And, and in your training sessions, is it kind of like if you get tired, you can stop? Or is it a case of, yo, you're here for two hours. Let's put some work in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally like there's no resting you do your warm-ups and you do your drills and then you do the exercises and then you actually do the running so it's like today we've got four 200s to do with like two minutes rest in between how fast can you do them and like wow. you know that kind of stuff so it's powerful and you can't really like say ah oh, sorry coach i don't feel well today <laughs> <laughs> like get on your knees and just do it you know, like, wow that's yeah. amazing man so three training sessions a week four years dedication and now a gold medal to show for it that's that's yep. massive so, like I said, as a young child, it sounds like you, you were quite inquisitive, you were quite creative, which is, you know, amazing. And a lot of people listening will be, they're in a position where it's like, what route should I take education-wise? Am I going to be an apprentice? Do I want to, you know, go to university? What education route did you take? Um, I mean, I, I've just, I've always done like the mainstream, but I've never enjoyed it. So that's why I did my own kind of self-education through books and through um, 
YouTube, I guess, which doesn't really count. But um, oh, yeah, man, definitely, YouTube definitely counts, man. If it, I think the message to your listeners there is, if you're watching YouTube, you can be watching something constructive, or you could be watching cats lick themselves. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree, man. You can learn so much from YouTube. Yeah, so true. It's just like um, I used to be really like good in primary school, and then I just lost the the drive and the determination to try hard in like high school. And yeah, I, I kind of always stayed average after that. But you know, I've always been really interested in reading books that help me better myself, rather than just to put a letter on a, on a piece of paper. You know, like AA star, whatever. Yeah. I've realized that longer term benefits of self self improvement and all that kind of stuff, and like building habits, you know, that's going to benefit me in the long run were more important than school, which it still is, you know, to, to, you know, you've got to survive. So you, I still, I still continue doing school, but I just worked on myself, I guess. Nice. So rather than sit down and saying, I don't like school, I don't like school, you're, you're going into school, you're still putting an effort there, but you're also building yourself up with the skills to become a well-rounded person rather than just book smart. Exactly. Yeah. That, that is basically it. Yeah. Big, big. And you're currently, so you did GCSEs? Yeah. And now you're in sixth form, right? Yeah. Awesome. You're doing four A levels, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shed it down now and do two for four years. No, wait. Two two for two years and two for another two. So I take spend longer in sixth form basically and just take my time because now I've got you know heavier training sessions, um, with uh, with like uh, essay based, essay based uh, A levels. Okay. And just, you know, having the visual impairment on top of that, meaning I, I read I read slower than everyone else. So it's like, you know, take my time. You know, it's not the end of the world. I've always got plenty of time. Just, yeah. Oh, man, I love your attitude to the whole visual impairment, man. You, really? You seem like someone who has never complained about it in your life. <laughs> you literally have just been like, yeah, so I had a visual impairment, so I just going to take a bit longer and read it and get it done. Or I had a visual impairment, but yeah, I'm turn up to training three times a week and I'm running that's that's awesome like how did you get that passion for what you do and and able to overcome the obstacle of you know your your impairment <laughs> um yeah I mean it was a slow process again like when I was younger it just it was such a negative thing to me like oh you know I'm half blind or I have a you know crap life nothing's gonna happen mm. I won't you know um I won't get anywhere because I can't see who's gonna employ me you know what am I gonna do what good am I in life yeah. And all that kind of, you know, I went through that phase. And then, you know, again, after a lot of reading, which I highly, highly advise people to do, just like self-reflection and just, you know, seeing, seeing, searching deeper, you know, seeing who you are, what you're good at and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, slowly I kind of became really positive. I was like, wow, I've actually got, a, you know, I've got a visual impairment. Okay. But loads of people have loads of different disabilities and they seem to be coping well. You know, the Paralympics is, is Paralympics is such a, inspiring way of just seeing other people that are going through a struggle yet they won't let it stop them i said well this actually makes it more interesting now i've got a visual impairment on top of you know the normal everyday life stuff you have to deal with now i'm forced to be more creative on how i can deal with these problems okay um uh i don't know Uh, let's think of an example uh my friends just sent me this, this text and i have to reply to it but i can't read it you know how am I gonna how am I gonna be able to read this text wow. so I can reply to my friend and he won't get angry because I've read it and I haven't replied. Um, okay. Oh, I remember. Um, this phone has has some settings uh, accessibilities. That's right. And on accessibilities, it's got speech. And if I turn on speech, it's gonna be able to read what's on the screen to me. Okay, let's do that. 
So, you know, like little things like that, just being more and more creative. Like, wow. So all these simple little planet yeah. issues that no one really understands you go through. Yeah. And you and just actually... take a simple approach and said, let me be creative and figure out how to get around it. Yeah. And it's sort of like the same, like, mindset in business as well. It's like, there's lots of different issues and you just have to kind of be creative and inventive of how to make the situation better. To, to you know benefit you and benefit other people and make life easier really so yeah it, it just made it just made things more fun it's like oh i can't see how can i see like you know wow. just like it was like a little game it turned into a little game and it, life just became so much more fun after that when i did that perspective shift powerful powerful you turned a disability into a game exactly <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing so i mean like I say you're only 16 but i still ask this question every time what was your first job um, to be honest, I've never had a job. <laughs> wow. Um, and, I, and I don't intend to get a job. I'm not that kind of person, really. Okay, so you're more down the entrepreneurial route. You want to run your own business, be your own boss kind of thing? Basically, yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Do you have any significant or surprising achievements that you think have helped you get to where you are today? You know, other, other than, you know, that gold Paralympic medal thing you won. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's lots of different things that have happened in my life, really. Like, for example, I, I wasn't born in England. I moved when I was about six or seven from Africa um, to move here for a better life. So with that, I had to have a complete culture shift, learn a new language, uh, have to do with things like bullying. Um, and just like a whole, the whole world just changed around me as a six, seven-year-old, like, you had to adapt to this environment you know on top of that I'm you know my vision impairment as well so um it kind of made me have to work harder to adapt and I think adapting is one of the most important uh as you know aspects to a human just try being able to adapt to your environment and for example I'll give you one example like the reason I, I had to learn English so quickly was because I was getting bullied you know for my accent for how I talked and once I said this uh we were sitting around a table in primary school and I said something like, how do you draw your name? And when I said that, everyone laughed. And when they laughed, I kind of had this psychological weirdness in my head. Like one of those scars, you know, like a mental scar. Like, oh my God, they laughed at me because I said this and now I feel yeah. so bad and I'm ashamed. And oh my God, everyone thinks I'm such an idiot. And so from that day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I say everything right so that does not repeat itself. Wow. So, you know, from that kind of... Uh, from that kind of uh, story, I've always just been now, you know, do the best you can so you don't fail. Got and you, just little little milestones like that and little achievements, just, you know, they might have been negative, but I've always changed them into a positive thing. And uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm running out of breath. And, uh, <laughs> nah, yeah, man, that that's it, really. Awesome. Awesome. So taking all those moments of weakness or those moments of you know where, where you can't help it you can't help if someone decides they're going to bully you but you can what you can control is your response and i think that's the key message there for your list for the listeners like you can't control if someone's going to bully you if someone's going to take it upon themselves to be an idiot towards you what you can control is your reaction and Solomon's an amazing example of controlling his reaction and somehow manage to have a positive reaction every time and turn it into a game like you said you know they make fun of me speaking english cool i'm gonna learn english so well i'm never gonna say anything wrong again it's yeah it's amazing it's an amazing mindset and it's becoming crystal clear why you're a gold medalist <laughs> so can you take us to the exact moment when you discovered your passion because you know 
it'd be really interesting to know what moment you figured out, do you know what, I want to run, I want to become the fastest man. Do you know what I mean? At what moment did that happen? Um, it's actually quite recent that that happened. Um, I've always loved running and, you know, I've always been competitive. Uh, sports day, I always wanted to win everything, which I did because I was so competitive. <laughs> and just like, you know, um, getting involved with more things, uh, because I wanted to prove myself that nothing was going to stop me despite my visual impairment. I'm not just going to sit there and feel sorry for myself. I'm actually going to go out there and do something and make a change, if not for me, then for other people. Um, and one of those things is athletics. Um, I, uh, year seven sports day, uh, I ran really fast and I won. And my teachers were like, you know, you could do this as, you know, a hobby slash actual thing. And so I said, okay, um, I love running. I love watching Usain Bolt running. He looks quite cool when he runs. Running looks cool. Let's join a club. Let's see what happens. And, you know, I, I joined the club. I started training with them. I think it was two times a week at that time. And started competing for the club. Um, yeah, and then, you know, British Athletics said you could do this as, as for the Paralympics because you're visually impaired, so you, you can qualify for it. And I said, oh, cool. And, you know, I... I suddenly realised that here's an opportunity for growth because I've always been about growth and what can I, you know, get better at? And I can run this time. Okay, how can I how can I run faster? How can I create some sort of um just getting into the mindset of getting into a habit to, to improve myself slowly uh, over time, you know. And it's like I said, it become it became a game again, you know? Like Okay, so there's loads of different things to improve on in this in, in the 100 metres. Let's start at, you know, the first one. How do I start properly? Okay, I've started properly. How do I use the blocks? Okay, how do I use my arms, you know? Okay, what muscles do I need to work on in the gym to, to get me faster? And it just, again, became really fun, like something wow. to build on and improve. And, you know, over time, I got better and better at it for years. And, um, you know, when I won, when I won the, um, you know, Junior Paralympics, it was like, and I got a lot of uh, positive messages from visually impaired people, from disabled people, from black people, from, um, you know, immigrants that came over here, like loads of different people. I said, wow, this could actually be an opportunity to inspire loads of different people. You know? Tell me about it. Like wow. all these people I'm actually connected with that I didn't even think about. I sent them messages saying, you know, oh, you're so inspiring. You've, you've shown me that it's actually possible despite, you know, this, I might be a minority, I might, you know, this but, you know, you've shown me that you can actually achieve something. Thank you. And I was just like, wow, Powerful. I actually love doing this. And it's actually benefiting me and other people as well. So it's like, you know, it's, it became a passion uh, pretty Powerful. quickly. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is awesome, man. And I think you've touched on a few important things there, such as, you know, the commitment to working hard. Um, but also the thing about you just tried it in the first place. You didn't love it. You just you tried it. You tried yeah. to run on sports day. You were good. Like, oh, I enjoyed this. Then you went to a club and then you fell in love with it. And then you made it a passion. Yeah. And I think for listeners, so important, go and try things, go and try different sports, go and try different activities, try art, try different things until you find that one thing that fires you up, that when you wake up in the morning, you're going to do that. You're good. Because I can imagine on that day where you had the final in Brazil, you didn't wake up like, ah, oh, let me press the snooze button. You were quite excited, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's a that's a massive takeaway for the people listening right now. Now you kind of touched on it already, but what steps did you take to make that vision a reality? Um, from what I've heard, is you tried the club, you worked hard, and then kind of it, it, you were chosen. But what steps did you take to make it a reality? 
Yeah, I mean, even that, there's, you know, like you said, steps to it. Um, first of all, like, to actually get me to go training, I listen to a lot of motivational videos. Like, you can do it! Just go do it! You know, kind of. And it was nice for, like, the first week or two. But I realised it, it kind of faded after a while. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like an elastic band. You know, I get excited... And it just kind of got pulls back again. It's like, oh, I can't be bothered. It's cold. Or my friends are playing on the Xbox. You know, I've got to do this and that. I just can't be bothered. Yeah. And so um, the next step to actually go to training, you know, I, I kind of uh, f- sort of uh, made a timetable, said, okay, this is what I'm doing. I have to go training at this time. And after that, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And you just create like a timetable and a system by which you have to complete in a way, and yeah. it just kind of gives it more solidity and more a structure, a structure to, uh, you know, to do what you need to do to improve at what you, you know, want to improve. So, yeah, like that, that's it really, just create a timetable or a structure or, yeah, something like that. Powerful, powerful stuff. And it's amazing you said that because I've literally just been sitting down myself and thinking, how can I make 2016 the best year yet? And it's about two things, structure and consistency. And I think you've hit the nail on the head 100%. You cr- just trying to do it when you felt like it wasn't working. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so you created a structure that said, every day, this is what needs to be done. And you did it until it became a habit. Yes. And now I guess it's, it's effortless. Yeah, it, it becomes natural. It's like, you know, brushing your teeth or something. Oh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I've got to go training. It's just the way it is, you know. It's Powerful. just like breathing now. Powerful. So all you listeners out there who are you know, struggling with, maybe it's your revision, maybe it's your job, maybe it's starting your own business, whatever the struggle is, going to the gym, etc. Create a structure, create a program where you know what's going on, you know you have to do it and you know the end result. But if you make that part of your routine, part of your habit, it's painful at first, then it gets better. I heard a speaker, yes, I think Brendan Burchard was his name, he said the first 10 days are unbearable. The second 10 days are uncomfortable, but the third 10 days you'll be unstoppable. And it sounds like that's the exact process you went through. So that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely, man. So we're going to go on to the rapid round. The rapid round. Okay. Where I'm going to fire a bunch of questions at you and just answer as honestly as you can. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. So what time do you wake up? 6.30. 6.30. What's one thing you do in the morning to guarantee a productive day? Meditate. How long do you meditate for? Uh, 15 minutes. Awesome. And for those listeners listening, and I'm one of them, Love the idea of meditating, but can't get my head around how exactly to master it. How did you master meditating? Um, oh, God. Uh, it's literally, I've wanted to do it for like three, two, three years now. And it's always been on and off. Like, oh, I do it for a day and I do it for a week and I do it for two days. And I do it for, don't do it for a month. Yeah. There's a lot of head banging and a lot of like trying to find different techniques. Like, okay, sit here and don't think anything. Okay, okay. Sit here and count my breath. Okay, okay, you know, sit here and count to 100. Loads of different things. So it's literally trial and error until you find the thing that works for you. And for me, at the end, I realized, sit here for 15 minutes and count to 100. And every time I start thinking of something else, come back and um, carry on from where I left off, count to 100. And eventually I'll stop thinking and my thoughts will just uh, zone out and I'll just become, you know, here and now and become present. So, you know, uh, if you want to meditate, just try loads of things. It might take two to three years, you know, to to find what definitely works and what you can keep consistently. But if you really want to do it and, you know, uh, stay committed. Powerful. You do it sitting down? 
Uh, yeah. Powerful. And that's for 15 minutes, did you say? Yeah, in the morning. Awesome. Yeah. So that's your one thing that guarantees a productive day. If you could be any animal, which would you be and why? Oh, <laughs> oh I, a bird. <laughs> okay, but bird, why? Because then I can be fly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, a bird so you can be fly. <laughs> yeah. What's your favourite dessert? They just look so free. <laughs> oh, yeah, tell me about it, man. You can imagine being able to fly. Just today I'm flying. I'm flying to Jamaica today. Peace. Oh, nice. <laughs> What's your favourite dessert? Oh, <laughs> Um, fruit? I don't know. Yeah, fruit, yeah. Loads of grapes and apples and pineapples. Oh, yeah. you're a healthy guy, man. Yeah, yeah, You're a healthy guy. We normally get cheesecake or chocolate cake. You're a healthy guy. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do on the odd occasion. Name one thing that you could not go without. Books. Powerful, powerful. You're at a karaoke bar. What's your go-to song? Um, <laughs> um, oh, wait, what's that song called I was listening to this morning? Lovely Day? Um, oh, when I wake up in the morning. That yeah. one, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Song. Yeah. Tell us something most people don't know about you. Um, oh, that's a hard question. Uh, <sighs> that is a really hard question. Um... <laughs> Wow. Um, my granddad is the chief of a tribe in Africa. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. What is your most effective daily habit? Um, well, reading and meditating. Okay. Yeah. What's your biggest distraction? Um, YouTube. Okay. Yes, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It helps, but then it hinders as well. It's, yeah. Got you, got you. Now, we've got the time travel question. And normally, I ask people what they'd do if they were taken back to their 18th birthday. <laughs> now, <laughs> you're 16. So we're going to go back to your 14th birthday, okay? okay? So a time machine is created. It can only take you backwards and can't bring you back. But you keep all the knowledge you have now. You're taken back to your 14th birthday. Knowing what you know now, what are the first three things you do? First three things I do? Mm. Um, so all the knowledge you have now that you wake up when it's your 14th birthday uh, close my Facebook account okay um, uh, get rid of um, a lot of friends <laughs> okay it, it sounds mean but you know there's an explanation um, and talk to people without acting like someone else wow powerful Powerful. Yeah. So first, shut down that Facebook account. Yeah. <laughs> Distracted. Yeah. And then... <laughs> uh, Brilliant. The friends. Yeah. 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 So important. We say, you know, surround yourself with chickens or eagles. You know, the eagles are flying, help you fly. The chickens drag you down. And if you've seen a chicken try to fly, it's the most pathetic thing in the world. <laughs> so, yeah, 100%, man. That's powerful. Yeah. And then your final one. Um, what was it? Talk to other people without trying to act like someone else. Just be you. Yeah. Enjoy being you, embrace who you are, love yeah. that. Now, why do you do what you do? Why do you uh, run? So the athletics, I'm guessing. Yeah, why do you run? Why, why do you do it? Um, I mean, there's loads of reasons. Uh, one of them is that I can develop and improve at something because it's nice to... I think one of the human 
six human needs is like growth, isn't it? Yep. 100%. And I just love the ability to just grow at something and become better and look at the improvement I'm having at it. And uh, another one is just like, it's such a nice stress release, like holding all these things in throughout the day, throughout the week, whatever, and just being at the start line, just running my head off, you know, like just letting all that energy out. It's just such a nice and, you know, so, uh, just so freeing. And another one, I, I guess, which is quite recent and just inspiring others to, to, to do something they love, really. Powerful, powerful. Now, for audience members who are listening and, you know, they want to get to where you are today, they want to be, you know, part of that sports team, part of that that national team representing their country. What little three things could they start doing now? What three habits could they start now? Uh, three habits. Um, stop watching TV. Um, uh, find, find a club, uh, find a sport, find a sport. Mm-hmm. And then find a club for the sport and just start participating. Boom. Stop watching TV, as in cut TV out completely. Absolutely, yep. I haven't watched TV for three years now, literally. Wow. I have not sat down and said, okay, I'm going to watch this TV show. I have not done that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Powerful. So you read instead? Yeah, basically. And wow. YouTube. <laughs> wow. Very powerful stuff. Very powerful stuff. Finally, before we let you go, you are stood on a stage in front of 10,000 young people, but you're only allowed to give one piece of advice before the men in suits grab you and take you off. What would that piece of advice be? Speak before you think. Speak before you think? Yes. Interesting. Why speak before <laughs> That's quite you weird, think? actually. Like, I'm getting pulled back and I'm like, speak before you think! <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, what? <laughs> Pete, why speak before you think? Um... That's how you can be the truest version of yourself because, you know, we're led to believe as children and growing up, it's like think before you speak, before you get into trouble. Mm-hmm. But actually, this is something you, you only realise through experience, not through hearing me and saying this guy's crazy. Yeah, You realise <laughs> that you actually become the truest version of yourself and what you say before you think is what you should be saying. Wow. And it lets out your inner self. And, you know, we're all born with, like, a shining ball of light and we're all this individual, unique person. But over time and over conditioning and over, you know, loads of stuff that happens in life, it gets all murky and there's just little, little, little bits of light poking out, you know, but it's all just murky and covered in all this. Yeah. But when you actually speak before you think, you start to clear that out and you start to become you, you know, not just repeating socially repetitive things and just being you know living as someone else you actually start becoming yourself and that's how I sort of broke out you know and started becoming living the truest version of myself speak before you think because when you think you you start to automatically apply the condition conditionings you've had in society Mm -hmm. dilute it you know yeah but when you speak before you think you just become yourself and you just you know you might think you might that you're going to say weird things but trust me it's it yeah, you, you believe it, believe in yourself and it's going to happen. Don't worry. Powerful. Speak yeah. before you think. Yeah. Solomon, thank you for your time. It's been an absolute honour to have you on the show and so profound for a 16-year-old. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> before we let you go, how can our listeners get in contact with you? Um, I mean, I have a, uh, a YouTube channel. I have a Twitter page, um, King Soul GB. Uh, I have a Facebook page you can add me on. Um, my email is solomonbar at gmail.com. 
So you know, powerful. An email yeah. address is powerful, guys. Like someone gives you an email address, take advantage of that. Reach out, definitely. Awesome. And what I'm gonna do is on the show notes page, go to aimlittlehigher.com and type in Solomon Bar. You will see all of his details on there as well. So I'll get that written down so they can find you. Absolutely. And I just want to say, you know, thank you very much for making my dream a reality, you know, because we can fantasize and I could have said, Oh, I wish I was on Kamal Hyman's, you know, podcast, but he'll he'll never have time to talk to me and I'm just this little guy. But you know, I actually took action and I and I and I sent him a message and I said hey, Kamal, I've achieved this thing and I want to talk to you. And now it's actually happening because I took action. So if you if you want to achieve something, just just take action and it's going to happen. 100%, dude. The pleasure, honour is all mine. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for coming on this show. Thank you for sharing your story. And definitely one to watch, guys. Definitely one to watch. I'm looking forward to watching the Paralympics soon and seeing you winning that gold. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. It, it is going to happen, okay? Just, just, just remember me. It's going to happen. 100% amazing and as soon as it does back on the show you come <laughs> <laughs> powerful ladies and gentlemen you can surround yourself with eagles or chickens and you spent time with the true eagle Solomon Barr and Kamal Hyman continue to aim a little higher and we will see you next time peace thank you so much for listening you could have been anywhere in the world doing absolutely anything listening to any show but you chose to listen to the aim a little higher podcast and I appreciate you thank you so much please be sure to like, review and subscribe to the podcast. And if you haven't already, get over to www.aimalittlehigher.com, fill in your details into the form and receive your free video on how to find your passion. To be in for the chance of winning a free Aim a Little Higher shirt, get over to aimalittlehigher.com, fill out the form and then submit your question for the Saturday Q&A. The winning questions will be answered in their very own podcast on Saturday and you will also receive a free shirt sent directly to you.